Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. On this episode of Crown Jewels, will King Charles extend an olive branch to Harry? What does a coronation look like in a King Charles era? The Prince of Denmark is moving his family to the U.S. Did Harry and Meghan start a new trend? We are back with another episode of Crown Jewels, the elite podcast for the royally obsessed, presented by Betches Media. I'm Lex Nico. And I'm Samantha Bush, and I am looking forward to a whole new year of breaking down the latest in royal updates across all monarchies, deep diving into some of the most unique and interesting players of these royal families, and of course, covering the intersection of royalty, pop culture, and celebrity news. Hi, Samantha. How was your break? Let's have a little catch up quickly. Did you uh, have any high tea, attend church? You know, I didn't uh, do any of that. Head to Sandringham. (laughs) No, I really was the worst version of myself, which Mm. means like I did nothing. I mean, I did spend time up north, which if you guys live in Michigan, if you're listening, that just means you headed north um, for anyone else. Hopefully that explained it. People get real confused when I say that. I'm like, it's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. You headed toward Canada, where I was. Exactly. So we were close. Yeah, your homeland. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really nice, really relaxing. I've done nothing but eat. Um, yeah. And how are you? Athletic greens, good for you. I know. Um, I am great. I was in Canada for the holidays and came mm-hmm. back <clears throat> for New Year's, and I'm back in LA. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I worked kind of the whole time, and then I had a few days of R&R where I went really hard on television and like mm-hmm. watched every single thing under the sun. So I'm excited to be talking with you about real stuff. Mm-hmm. So thanks again for diving right in into 2023 with me. We, we are doing it. We <laughs> are doing here. it. We're doing it. All right, Sam. So let's jump right into the new year because it's time for Tea and Crumpets, this week's top royal family stories. Now, do you want to start us off with some royal subjects for our royal subjects? Of course I do. So this actually really surprised me, but again, didn't. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel. Obviously, we'll get into it, but Mm -hmm. it is being reported that King Charles wants to reconcile with Harry. Um, So sources told The Telegraph that those close to the king insist that he has always made it clear how much he loves both of his sons and keeping communication channels open throughout the few years, despite the many barbs from California. Now, I'm not talking about the barb. (laughs) I know. I was like, are we talking about Nicki Nicki Minaj? Minaj. (laughs) Um, No, we're not. Um, But, you know, I think that people are going to be upset with him about this, honestly. Because you think they're going to be upset with King Charles. Yes, because I think there's a lot, a lot of hate going on. A lot of Harry hate. He's doing the 60 Minutes interview, I think, this week. Like, yeah, and people he's doing are like, an interview with ITV fuck. in the UK as well. Yeah, like, people who are not 
us and like hate Harry and Meghan really just want to see them gone and stripped of everything and like never allowed to return. And that's just like not what Prince Charles is going to do. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. But okay, this is where I'm also torn with this, okay? Because even in watching the docuseries, like they spoke about the fact that public perception adored them, loved them. Mm -hmm. So has that really shifted so intrinsically in the UK that people would be upset? Or would this be like a refreshing and welcome reunion for the family that would actually make King Charles look good? Listen, I, you know. Too optimistic? Too soon? Yeah, I mean, I just, I, sometimes I can't get a really good read on what people really feel Mm -hmm. about Meghan and Harry because Sometimes the online voices are just so loud and like you're really like, oh, my God, these people really fucking hate them. But there's a lot of people out there who love them. And so I don't know. I mean, of course, you're going to like hear from Pierce Morgan like, of course, you know, I want them beheaded like in the square. But oh God, (laughs) he's really on one lately. I'm not sure if you've taken a peek. No. Um, What he's got to say, but it's really really crazy but yeah i i was happily um surprised to like actually read this as like a headline like he i feel like prince charles like made sure that this was in the news and that it was out there of course and look here's the thing you know that i love my king charles bke big king energy Mm -hmm. but like i always come back and again maybe i'm taking the crown too close to the chest but like I also think he cares very intently about public perception. And so, again, in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, even in this quote, it's like he makes it clear how much he loves both of his sons. Like, despite everything, I think maybe he wants to see be seen as the person to reconcile his sons and bring them back together and like mend the family ties. And that would only be like positively revered in the public perception wait that's a really great point but like at the end of the day it's all about king charles looking yeah. good and looking being good. a daddy and like not actually about caring about reconciling with Harry you know and honestly um i'm good with either yeah like same. it's it's fine to me like i think it would be great like could you imagine like the day when they all get back together and just reunite I want the Fab Four walking together again. Like that, there was like the the walking in Sandringham. Mm -hmm. There was, um, they had that little panel. I forget where it was, where the four of them were chatting. And like, they, they could be so powerful. It Mm -hmm. makes me mental. Like from a PR perspective, if I was their comms team or their PR people, I would be like grilling these people to do Whatever it takes to get back together. America's sweetheart styles, you know, yeah. like going behind their backs and trying to be like, they said they're sorry. No, they said they're sorry. Anyway, I think they would just be so powerful I and I'm not over it. I'm agree. never going to be over it. I completely agree. But I also understand why Harry and Megan are doing what they're doing. But I also yes. like get maybe the other side of it on some level a little bit like, you know, I don't, you know, it's complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated. Like the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, it's literally that. <laughs> you know what's not complicated? Let's what? talk about our second tea and crumpet here because despite in his Christmas speech speaking to the fact that the UK is in their harshest cost of living crisis of all time, 
King Charles decided that he wants to have an all-out coronation. So initially, he addressed this longest recession. 2023 is going to be a challenging year. There were plans to cut costs to the existing coronation. Mm -hmm. And about three months after they made that decision to cut costs, Charlie said, nope, I want to throw a party. (laughs) Call Leo DiCaprio, get me on a yacht. And they said that they want to ditch the leaner celebrations and go full fat. So, you know, let's talk about this because if we're talking about King Charles and public perception, like, this can't be great, but I, I, I can read a bit more from the article to see how they're trying to, like, angle it. But your thoughts here. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I got to tell you, I think he deserves it. Oh. I think he deserves a big soiree. Okay. This is, like, so many of, like, our first coronations. True. We were not around back at back then for Lizzie's yes for Lizzie's and may she rest may she and rest. I think he's like you know what I've waited 75 years <laughs> for this I'm gonna make we're coming out of COVID allegedly and that's with we'll an see. asterisk uh-huh. we'll TBD on that um and he's like let's fuck shit up like let's yep. party and it's like listen I understand we're in a recession we're all fighting for our lives truly you know, things are tough. But at the same time, I'm like, it's literally a once in a lifetime thing for him, for maybe us. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I'm ready. I'm ready to see that crown get placed on his head. <laughs> I am ready. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you present it like that, I see your point. And I think about like being a millennial and like going into college, like at the time of like the bubble bursting and like coming out and jobs, Trauma. like recessions happening. And then like, you know, it's like at every single turn, we've kind of been fucked. And I feel like yeah. Charles has kind of been fucked at every single turn yeah, as well. Has. So I see your point on that. I am concerned, but again, to, uh, to your point before, like maybe he is so beloved that like, you know, they're talking about this is a chance to showcase the very best of the country on a world stage. And even the prime minister is down to clown with this because mm-hmm. they think that it's like much needed PR after the failure of Brexit and that revolving door of those PM leaders. So I think, you know, maybe 
it could be a good thing. It could like bring, you know, people together. People, people together. Love a party. But and like, honestly, they're going to be there's going to be so many celebs and I want to know what they're wearing. I want to see them. Think? It would well, be see, great this is the thing. Podcast. I don't even like, know what a coronation like what what goes on at a coronation? We should the do The last a little- time there was a coronation, I swear to god, there like cars were just now getting on the road. You know what I mean? Like What? Right? Like wasn't it that long ago? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant. Wow. I am so brain dead. I thought you meant like cars. People were partying so hard that they just left. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, like, it's just been so long. There's so much new yes, technology. I hear what you're saying now. Yes, yeah, so it was black. Someone's going to do a TikTok dance. Like, oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you just don't. I just don't know. And listen, I understand the optics of it. It's not great. It's considering not his country might be in ruin, mm-hmm. but when in Rome, you know? Yep. And I mean, listen, people are going to be upset either way about taxpayer dollars. So let's just have a party. I'm here for it. I want to discuss it, but I feel nervous for how the public will respond to this change in news. But I actually think it could go either way, to your point. Like, I guess we'll see. Time will tell. <laughs> Don't you like just want to know what they're all going to wear? I mean, yes. That's the beauty of everything. I, I need love to it. know what like Eugenie, Eugenie, Eugenie. I never know. I always go back and forth on her her name. But, you know, I'm a genie's queenie. So we are genie's queenies for life. For life. For now. I got to see my girl. Got to see my girl. Got to see what, you know, and we got to see if Harry and Meghan will come, even though it's Archie's birthday. So. Drama, yeah. drama, drama. Drama. What would you do, just real quick, mm-hmm. if they came? They flew with the kids. They got Archie. They got Lilibet in tow. And we get a picture of all the kids together. I don't. Would you die? I don't know what I would do. I would probably cry a little just because they're kids. Right. I would lose my mind on social media, of course. Yeah. Like, emergency TikTok coming at you so fast mm-hmm. and like I don't know probably commemorate it on a crew neck sweater get a piece of merch made for myself you yeah, want literally <laughs> get it framed put it on my desk it's like a Kardashian Christmas photo but it better but you better. know like this is like this is a, that would be a lot but I so I'm gonna manifest okay let's manifest that hear her mm-hmm. out we're putting it out there right now it's happening it's happening so Are you ready to get into our next tea and crumpet? Mm -hmm. This time we're going to go across the way to Norway. King Harold of Norway is in critical condition, or he was over the holiday. The family put out a statement saying the king has been diagnosed with an infection which must be treated with intravenous antibiotics and will therefore remain at Rick's Hospitalet for a few days. Yeah. So... He, I guess, has been, his health has been not great. He had leg surgery in January. He got COVID in March. He was in the hospital in September. I mean. Yeah, it's not. The man is crumbling. It's not great. And no. he got COVID, right? Did right. you mention that? While he I was did. in the hospital after mm-hmm. his leg op- operation, excuse me. This is just, again, this is one of those things where your age is it's it's happening. He's what second cousin to Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. So 
this is oh, just scary. keep an eye out for Selena because he, <laughs> you know, he might be. We might get a new king or queen of Norway. And so, how I'm trying to look at this now. Oh, here's his son. Okay, hey, his son's not bad. Um, this is again. I just this like makes me sad. I don't even have words for this type of stuff because it's just like a natural progression of life, mm-hmm. and a part of life is you know, death. And we are starting to see this now with the elderly royals in this monarchy. And Mm -hmm. looking at these photos, this man is on, he's got like walkers helping He's giving Prince Philip. Yes. But then they're still out here fulfilling their duty. Duties. So. Let me tell you one thing. I could never. No. No. I'm already tired. No. I'm like exhausted. (laughs) I have been off for five days I'm going on vacation tomorrow and I'm like, I don't want to fulfill my duties and my duties are to podcast. <laughs> like, are you fucking for real? Well, this is the thing. There is, we talked about this with Queen Elizabeth. Like there is such a deep, what's the word I'm looking for? Like dedication, a dedication to duty. Mm-hmm. And the fact that these people are out here on the streets Fulfilling all of their duties as senior royals and leaders in their monarchy is like nuts. 85 years old. 85. That's not a spring chicken. No. And you're out here shaking hands, walking around, kissing babies while literally in and out of hospital for different surgeries and illnesses. Like, it's horrible. You need rest. Elder abuse. And frankly, like, I cannot argue that. Well, I get sad when I see like an elderly person you know doing the the welcome greetings at target mm. it's sad about that well, i can't imagine seeing you know an elderly person out and about with their walker like having to engage with the public yeah i mean no. he's he's literally sitting on the throne with his like little walker and this is just how on december 10th he was out like tragic. The king looked well in his last public appearance on December 13th when he attended a pre-Christmas church service. Define well. I I mean, yeah. they were saying like Philip he was, was looking his well. eyes were open? Like I'm sorry. This man is he's his nose is red. He looks like he needs like to he lie just down. Like he needs to rest. Yes. He needs to rest. And I just wonder how the younger generations are going to like, are they going to have the same dedication to duty as, like, their no. parents? Like, I can't imagine. No. If they're like, I'm sick and going through COVID, too. Like, if they're sick, they're not going to go out. I'm about. also curious, like, well, first of all, yes, if they're ill, absolutely not. But second, like, I think it was Omid again, Scobie, who did, like, a roundup of all of the engagements of the yes. British royals. And, like, yes. Kate was the least, but obviously she has young children, so fair. Who had the most? Oh, my God. Was it Anne? If my memory serves me. Mm -hmm. It was Princess Anne. Anne and Camilla. Yeah. Working their little butts off. Mm -hmm. Anne is out there. Anne is out there. She's out there hustling. And so, like, I also just feel like... As these royals, like our generation and younger, get older, when they talk about things like mental health and self-care mm-hmm. and the digital world, like, we are likely going to see a pullback on this. Like, I just think that's society in general. 
Yeah. I don't want to get too want, deep on it, but I don't want my granny out there working at 94 and you know, we don't need to be doing that. No. No. This man can't walk without assistance. No. Maybe let's let him chill. King let's Harold put him in a wheelchair. Yes. Wheel him around. Get him on a scooter. I doubt that. As Nini Leak said, where is your scooter? <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Are you ready to make it rain? Oh, of course I am ready to make it rain. Let's get into this week's rant about the biggest news stories or scandals. Now, Sam, on the cusp of Prince Harry's new book, Spare, coming out a week from today when we're recording, Mm -hmm. um, and this recent news of the Danish royal family officially removing titles for some of uh, their people, we'll get into it. Let's actually get into a little history lesson, a mini deep dive to better understand what stepping down, stripping your stripping your title and abdicating the throne really means. So you want to start with King? Can I just let's start with my note? We were making notes and Sam puts a note. He was. First, let's start with King Edward. He was the king of England and like important to highlight important to highlight but Listen. for some reason it made me laugh so i know you were like yeah <laughs> it reminded me of true. like share in like clueless when she's giving her speech about, about she's like the, so the haitians yeah <laughs> that's literally me she raised me um and it shows no i don't know why i wrote that i was like maybe people don't know who he no, is it's but important. again i'm like if you're listening to this podcast i feel you have some idea um it is also yeah. important to note that he was never actually crowned king he was the prince of wales until 1936 edward the um when at that time on december 10th of 1936 he executed the instrument of abdication Mm-hmm. But why did he do this, Sam? Let's let's have a little history lesson of why yeah. he did this. Let's get into it. Let's open up the old textbooks. So, okay. all right, let me crack open the book. I'm yeah. the nerd of the podcast, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I literally texted you and I was like, so I'm going to need your help on this yeah. one. You're like, this is where you, you shine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, making notes and being a huge history dork. I love it. Love it. Um, so in 1930... Edward VIII, he was, you know, Prince of Wales, just chilling. He was very well liked, um, Mm -hmm. like, by the public. And he met a married American woman, Mrs. Wallace Simpson. Kind of sounds similar to modern day, but this uh, Mrs. Wallace was still married. Um, And so they, you know, started hanging out, as people do, she was still married, and despite him being extremely well-liked, this relationship brought a lot of unwanted, negative public attention to his private life, and the cabinet at the time grew very concerned. So 
they were like, we got to do something about this. You got to do something about this. It's 1936. You're about to be crowned king. Yeah. If you think they're strict now, Mm -hmm. 1936, they were tough. Back in the day. This was almost 100 years ago. Isn't that Stop. That makes me sick. (laughs) I'm like, that was 30 years ago. No, no. It's 2023. No, no. And so Mrs. Uh, Wallace Simpson got divorced in 1936, so she's a free agent now. This was her Not second free divorce. By the way. <laughs> oh my god, the fact I'm sorry, like she honestly sounds like a trailblazer because I know the fact that she's had two divorces in 1936 is like kind of wild. I know. I want to like if we were going back, these are the people like I want to party with. Yeah, for sure. And you know, Sydney was around, so like everything's great. Oh, absolutely, our king. Yes. So they get divorced, or she gets divorced, excuse me, and then essentially Edward VIII had to make a decision. And of those three decisions, it was marry Mrs. Simpson and have her become queen, which was essentially impossible at the time because she was a twice-divorced American mm-hmm. woman. Like, again, to your point, let's yeah, go back to the fact. Her. Yes. Even look at, like, Princess, you know, Kate now, right? Princess mm-hmm. Catherine. She was Wady Katie for a very long time. A lot of people did not like her and because she was a commoner. So imagine this twice-divorced American woman. And let's not even get into the Meghan Markle of it all. So that's one. Impossible option. Have her become queen. Marry her. Number two, Mm -hmm. marry her. Give her some random title. Hope for the best. Also not super possible. People weren't happy with that one. Yeah, like it just wouldn't work. Yeah, it just wouldn't work. So the third option was abdicate the throne and go about your merry way and marry Mrs. Simpson and live your life, which is Mm -hmm. obviously what they did. They chose option three. He gave his royal assent, they call it, to his majesty's declaration of the abdication act, which essentially means that him and any of his children or future children would be excluded from their succession to the throne. You know, Wallace, Edward... They peaced out, moved to Paris, had a great time. Um, but it was- Lived their you know, lives. They lived their lives. And seemingly, I would be curious to dive a little deeper into this on my end. Maybe I'll bring this back for next week. <laughs> what, like, you know how we obviously saw Harry and Meghan step down and like everybody is up in arms about it. Like, yeah. I want to know what the hot gossip was like in 1936. Yeah. Like, were people just cool with them leaving and moving to Paris? Was he shunned? What was the vibe, you know? Yeah, we got we to gotta circle back. We got to circle back on mm-hmm. this. It's really important to me. But I think what's really cool to point out here, <laughs> I'm such a nerd. As I'm like reading this, I'm getting excited. No. <laughs> like, God bless Sam's like, go off, queen. Can no, I'm literally like, please make it rain. Please <laughs> educate us. But what is my favorite part about this whole story is that it was with this abdication that Edward's brother, Albert, became king. And what people might not know is that Albert decided to go by his last name when crowned king, which was George, and became Mm -hmm. King George VI. And if you don't know, now you know, (laughs) King George was Queen Elizabeth's father. And this was where we got the start of our longest reigning queen mm-hmm. through this entire abdication of the throne. And if that is not an interesting story, I don't know what is. And I mean, honestly, for, you know, like us regular non-scholarly people, this is when the crown started. Yes. So. This, this is like you know, the start of it all. It, it really was is. 
sadly, you know, King George passed away February 6th, 1952. He had a very prolonged illness. Again, these people working so long into their lives like horrible it's just terrible and long into like their illnesses yes they they kind of just ignored it why do they do that it's just it's very stunning to me but yeah you know then we saw elizabeth was the queen and it was sad when i was like refreshing myself on this part of the story like he obviously passed away in england and she was in kenya i know and so So she wasn't there for her father's passing and that again duty over family like come on i know i'm like it's your dad it's your dad you can go home it will be okay people will understand exactly i think they were close and then it was also i mean just probably having that realization and you're in like a different country and you're not at home that like Mm -hmm. oh shit i'm the queen of england yeah is um and she was young she was really young really young but this kind of all plays into what's going on now, not only with Meghan and Harry, but also what's going on over in Denmark. Correct. So as of January 1st, the children of Queen Marguerite's son, Prince Joachim, no longer have royal titles. So they will no longer be known as prince and princess, but count and countess. Shout out Countess Louis Deliceps. Mm-hmm. Um, He has four kids, so two with his ex-wife and two with his current wife. And This will impact all four of them. It's not like she's picking and choosing or he's picking and choosing. But what's interesting is that this was Queen Marguerite's decision and not her son's or his family's. Yes. Yeah. I didn't fully realize that until I was diving in. Yeah. So there's definitely something going on because um, Joaquim and Alexandra um, released these, as they're calling it, emotive statements in response to the Queen's decision. Um, so it definitely seems like this was the Queen's decision and not Prince Joachim's. And she issued a heartfelt apology. She was saying that this was in the best interest of the monarchy mm-hmm. for only the children of direct heirs to have to the throne to have titles, calling it a necessary adjustment. And she added that as a mother and grandmother, I have underestimated how much my youngest son and his family feel. Now, again, coming into next week and Harry's book, Spare, literally Spare is the title. Do we even think there would be a question of spare versus heir if the British monarch had removed this? And so Harry, as the youngest son, nobody would have titles. I was also wondering that if that is just now maybe going to be a standard across the board, um, if this is going to start happening more, because so I was kind of curious if there was anything out there about what Prince Joachim had been saying. Mm-hmm. And I guess he told the press, he says, I can say that my children are sad. My kids don't know which leg to stand on, what should what they should believe and why should their identity be removed and why must they be punished in that way? But I kind of agree. I agree 100%. But I also, that leads me to believe that Prince Joachim did something. You think? I mean, he got divorced and remarried. he's married again. I think he's done something bad. We haven't figured it out yet. Who knows if we ever will. He probably did something fucked up and crazy. Because the the words, why must they be punished in that Mm. way? It just... Is kind of like he's okay with it being stripped from him because there's something like he must have done. 
But like, why should his kids be punished for something he did? That's what I'm taking from it. But maybe I'm wrong. No, I think so. But then also the queen said, as a mother and grandmother, I've underestimated how much my my youngest son and his family feel. And again, it's like, doesn't feel like they were included in the decision-making process of this choice. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I don't know. Like, I wish that there was like a demois crazy days and nights blinds for I'd the guess. Danish royal family. Again, in my if research. anybody knows anybody. Maybe I can find this. But I can't uh, fully understand what is happening I know, because there hasn't really been much about him in the press. Like, this is truly, and I feel like I'm very well-versed in the royal community. Mm-hmm. This is like one of the first times I've ever seen his name. I've seen his mom's before, Queen Marguerite's, but I've never seen his. So I'm just kind of wondering what's going on. Do you think that they probably don't do a ton of public service work? They do not. They're not dedicated to their duty. So who knows if that's maybe a part of it. Now I'm really just spiraling because I'm I know, like, I got to know what's it's going like, on. What's the truth? And then why are they able to have such strict rules when we got oh, so much? What? So what? I just, I've done, guys, my fingers, they're Breaking tight. news. He's moving his family to the United States. Wait, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is said that after the queen stripped his title, and his children's titles, his family is moving to Washington, D.C. this year. Oh, my I'm gosh. shaking. I thought they that were currently say living in Paris. To Montecito, California. I don't. Tyler Perry is taking them in. <laughs> <laughs> so they currently live in Paris, and the move will take his family even further away from the queen and the rest of the Danish royal family. Oh, my God. What drama? Okay. So, like, did Harry and Meghan start a trend? I think they did. (gasps) Oh, my God. God. I'm quite literally shaking. I mean, this is, again, my, I start to, again, spiral, and I'm like. No, same. Like, time brain just goes all places. Of, like, all these post-royal royals. Like, I want to show on their life. I feel bad for these kids because just imagine you are a prince, mm-hmm. a princess of a country. You are living in Paris. You are going out. You are having fun. You're living your life. And now you're a countess and you're living in D.C.? No. Not that D.C.'s the dump, but I'm just saying to go from Paris to D.C. To go from Paris to D.C. is pretty harsh. And D.C. is like very... I love D.C. It's beautiful. It's I Actually, it's one of my favorite places to visit. Yeah. But if I, you know, if there was a gun in my head and they said, you have to pick a place, Paris or D.C., I got to tell you, I would pick Paris. <laughs> and if someone said, you have to be a princess or a countess, I would say, I'm going to be a princess. Yes. This is... Rocking my world, quite frankly. Wow. So the Queen Marguerite, her name is just really too much for me. Um, she addressed, she gave a New Year's address on December 31st and spoke okay. about the difficulties and misunderstanding surrounding her family. She says, okay. I always feel great love for my entire family. Difficult and misunderstandings may arise in any family also in mine. The whole country has witnessed that, that the relationship with Prince Joachim and Princess Marie has run into 
difficulties makes me sad. We have now had a quieter period and time for reflection, and I am sure that our family can embark on a new year together with confidence, understanding, and new courage. I mean, I'm you're just saying a bunch of nothing, lady. It's a bunch of nothing. It's a word salad. Yes. And why the fuck are you talking about that in your address to the country? I wonder, again, I need to get a Danish no newspaper. Lizzie. I'm calling my cousins. I'm like, they're not in Denmark at all, but we'll figure something out. I need to like get to the bottom of what the on-the-ground gossip is here. I'm dying right now. Because, like, again, this is, like you said, a big nothing word salad. And it's like some decision was made without consult to Joaquim or his ex-wife, Alexandra, his new wife, Marie. And then all of a sudden they were like, we out. And they're upset about it. And you're right. I do feel bad for the kids, especially in his address, saying that they are being punished in this way. Right? Like, it's not fair. It's not, and I just Googled Prince Joachim scandal because I'm like, maybe there was something we missed. Oh, my God. I I love getting into royals from other countries. There's so much to discover. Guys, I'm telling you, this isn't just a Meghan and Harry podcast, Yes. okay? This is, we are diving in on all points of the globe, okay? (laughs) This is what the Daily Mail says. So, obviously, this is totally true. Correct. It starts off saying, Is this the real reason behind the Danish royal feud? Prince Joachim was deeply in love with his sister-in-law, Crown Princess Mary, and even tried to kiss her in a drunken moment at a gala. What? Prince Joachim, can you chill? Wait, what? I'm... No. I'm not okay. So he tried to make moves on his sister-in-law, his yeah. brother's wife, and grandma or his mother was mm-hmm. like, uh, sweetie, you're out. I mean, if that is true, yeah. respect to Marguerite versus Queen Elizabeth with the whole Prince Andrew situation. <laughs> Absolutely. She was like, get the fuck out of here. You're trying to like, kiss people. Zero tolerance policy. That I can respect. Still feel bad for the kids, but. I guess amid the scandal. With mm-hmm. his brother and sister-in-law, Crown Princess Mary. He said it's complicated. And now a Spanish magazine has claimed that the real reason behind the rift is because he was deeply in love with his sister-in-law. I'm sorry, it's giving Hunter Biden. Oh, my God. You know this what I'm saying? This changes everything. It literally does. And then there's like photos of him looking lovingly into her eyes. It's very <laughs> weird. So the Spanish magazine says, with obvious signs of drunkenness, it seems that the youngest son of Queen Marguerite tried to stamp no. his lips no. on his sister-in-law's mouth and that she got out of the way as fast as she could and with an unperturbed smile while Marie witnessed the embarrassing moment. It was also suggested that shortly after Frederick and Mary's wedding in 2004, Danish media began to speculate that Joaquin was deeply in love with his sister-in-law. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, this is so messy. It's getting messier. I'm shaking. In fact, it didn't help that in 2007, he announced his engagement to a French girl, Princess Marie, with the same name and a striking physical resemblance. Yeah, they look so much alike. This is so messy. No, I've been trying to figure out who his wife is and who his sister-in-law is. Yeah, because they look exactly the same. It's alarming. 
Okay, this is messed up. <laughs> oh my God. The way that this just took a turn, we were like, well, maybe. Oh my. I just went from feeling so bad for Joaquin to like being <sighs> disgusted. Okay, well, you know what? Wow. Never a dull moment in the monarchy, no matter where in the world we are. Uh, no matter where we are, there's going to be something. And I honestly. You know what I respect about these these Danish people mm-hmm. is they're talking about it. Yes. They're putting it out there. The queen's like, listen, we're going to put this in my New Year's Eve address. It's just going to happen. We're going to we're going to you guys read the papers. I'm going to tell you what's going on. I mean, again, you were like, why would you why the fuck would she say that in her statement? And now it's like and now we're I'm just like, addressing now I it. it head on. Guys, oh, my the God. Way the tables turn on this podcast. <sighs> Okay, that like literally, I was not, I, I, I don't, I was not planning on that being what was wasn't going either, on. wasn't either. I just that wasn't Googled in my notes. Prince Joachim scandal. <laughs> oh, good. So he's like kind of a creepy oh drunk on uh, his oh. sister-in-law, Ray, and then married her doppelganger. Which again, like I will put a side by side in my stories on Thursday when this goes live, so that people can see the similarities. Of these two women. You have to. A side-by-side is a must. It's kind of, it's kind of scary. Anyway. (laughs) I'm just looking at their photos. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. It's time for our favorite game of mail or fail. Now, one of these is a real headline from the Daily Mail or a similar publication. And the other has been completely made up by our producers. So will we spot the mail or will we fail? Okay. Cash is king. New two-pound coin featuring King Charles III comes under fire for giving the king a younger appearance. Number two. Dancing queen, queen consort Camilla secretly went to ABBA voyage party three days before Christmas. God, I hope it's number two. Oh, I know. I hope that's real. I mean, like, okay. I think it's number one because once again, I could see Charles being like, make me look younger. Oh, he got faced on the phone immediately. I don't know why my brain, like, I have now imprinted Dominic West as Charles in my mind. So, like, every time I think about him behind the scenes, it's Dominic West, like, having some type of temper tantrum. Maybe that's, like... Why they chose him. So that when we think of Prince Charles, we don't think of what he really looks like. We think of Dominic West, which is a That's actually such a valid point. God, I loved doing that rewatch, by the way. I, I just have too. to say. It was amazing. So um, which one do you think is the real one? I think number one, Cash is King, new two-pound coin featuring King Charles III. But I would really love it if Camilla went on an ABBA voyage show three days before Christmas. I hope I think it's the second one. So let's okay, see click what it, it is. <gasps> I got one right. Finally. It's the second one? It's the second one. Oh, this makes me so happy. She, Queen consort Camilla. I'm not well. Are you ready for this first read sentence? Read it. Read it. The king's wife, 75, was spotted dancing as the computer-generated avatars perform. What is an avatar? Is it this is like an, an AI? Yes, I'm dead. 
The concert features virtual reality heyday versions of the four-piece Swedish pop band. And the queen consort, I guess, is known to be a big ABBA fan, and she attended a fundraising gala performance of the hit musical <laughs> Mamma Mia with Charles in 2004. I'm not okay. Oh my God, she's an ABBA head. She's an ABBA tar. She goes GABA for ABBA. But this is cute. She's believed to have taken her five grandchildren to the gig at the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park in East London. You know, wouldn't it have been great if Lilibet and Archie were there too? Again, Mm -hmm. guys, we're going to be throwing a lot of visuals at you on our Instagram because the computer-generated ABBA singers is really something you need to get your eyes on. Wait, you can see them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Googled ABBA Voyage and looked You're at images. You're quick on the Google. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, this Google machine is getting a lot. <laughs> Please take a look, Lex. I, it, they look like Sims. Oh, my God. I can't believe this is true. I'm I really, shaking. really can't believe that this is true. Like, I... Oh, my oh. God. Yeah, it's a lot. It's this a looks lot. like that influencer girl that's an AI. Like, they're all, like... Oh, kind of human, but also kind of cartoony. Yeah. I'm just so happy that that's real. Like, I really, there was no doubt in my mind that King Charles flipping out about a younger appearance was the one. But this, this is beautiful. This is better. This is a story that we want to hear. I wish that there was, this is where backwards needs to get out there for the royals. This is hard-hitting journalism. (laughs) Yes. We are reporting the important and I'm actually looking at the King Charles coin right now. Okay. Gotta tell you, he's gave himself wrinkles. Okay. Yeah. So this is the question that we were talking about when I was home in Canada, because I'm pretty sure that some of our money in Canada will change as well, because we're under the Commonwealth. Right. So, yeah. When is that going to happen? Let's see. So it says that he will most likely be seen on Canadian dollars and coins, but he will not likely replace the queen on our $20 bill. So do you know any, our, our money? That means nothing to me. Yeah. So 20 is our green. <laughs> 20 is green. 10 is purple. Five is blue. <laughs> I wish that was us. We've and, got raggedy uh, green bills. He's not necessarily going to be on the $20 bill who, like, the queen is currently on the $20 Mm -hmm. bill. But when the monarch changes, the money changes, is what the history professor at the University of Toronto, Dmitry Anastakis, said. So interesting. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Remember when we started recording, we're like, this might be a short one. I know. (laughs) Sorry, this is, like, really indulge me today. This is for the history buffs, like... Mm -hmm. This, you know, runs deep in my veins. So thank you, Sam. Thank you for indulging me today and letting us have a little history lesson, anticipate some excitement around Harry's new book, Mm -hmm. hope for the best and possibly the worst for King Charles as we embark on his um, coronation. A lot, a lot was discussed today. Good stuff. All right. So to finish up, let's name our spotted dick for the episode. Who has been a real steamed pudding this week? I mean, I was coming out here being like Queen Marguerite was going to be my spotted dick, but now I kind of got to go Prince Joachim. Absolutely. Yes. Like, 
We are in agreement, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, no one else has been acting up this week. No. I haven't this seen is, much. It's been that quiet. threw me for an unanticipated loop. Yeah. No, he, Prince Joachim is definitely, definitely my spotted dick. Mm-hmm. He's acting up in these streets and he's now gotta, coming and bringing his mess to DC. Okay. Like, we got to stay on top of this too. Oh my Absolutely. God. Real Housewives of Potomac could just blow up. <laughs> Get Marie on there. Get Marie on the phone Andy Cohen if you're listening we gotta get this out to the people well that's it for this week's episode of Crown Jewels be sure to rate review and follow the show on Apple Spotify or wherever you're listening now we'll have new episodes every single Thursday so be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss our next episode tell all of your royally obsessed friends your history buff friends join me make me not alone please and make sure you follow me at Lex Nico. And follow me at Bravo Historian. And until next time, may God save the bitch. Betches.